time to talk Dons. North Sound 1, Red Friday. Yeah, good evening and welcome to Red Friday. Ibrox is the destination for the Dons tomorrow as Aberdeen look to improve on last week's goalless draw with St Mirren. And that fueled a week of criticism aimed at boss Derek McInnes, but assistant boss Tony Doherty feels that those criticisms are absurd. Not just a manager of a proven track record that I've, that I've mentioned, but a manager that's shown real loyalty to this football club. You know, to its, to its staff, to its players, to its chairman, but most of all, to its supporters. So when we are going through a wee bump in the road, but we are, which will address, you expect that loyalty to be reciprocated. North Sound 1, Red Friday. Yes, good evening. This is Red Friday. I'm joined in the studio by Dave McDermott and Andrew Shiny. And before we get on to that and all the other matters surrounding this week's fixture, uh, Dave, it's transfer deadline day. Yes, yeah, still a few hours to go, but it's been uh, a relatively busy one for Aberdeen today. The last day always is when everything really happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Viner back down to Bristol City for the rest of the season. I know Zach will be uh, bitterly disappointed, mm-hmm. um, but you can see where Derek's coming from in that when he's, he's not fit yet and uh, hopefully he'll get some game time down at uh, at Bristol uh, James Wilson off to Salford it just really hasn't happened to for for James and uh, I think we we know how good a player he is yeah um, um, as you say it just hasn't happened for him and maybe returning to you know where he comes from yeah. uh, and playing in that very go ahead Salford side could just kick start his career for him we wish him the very best we as we do, do. Va- Zach obviously but the interesting one of course is uh, Ronald Hernandez from mm-hmm. Stabæk in Norway a Venezuelan international right back on a four year deal he's 22 and I think that's one that's going to really excite the fans hopefully in a very very positive way it's uh, totally left field but uh, it'll be one that'll you know Rangers were playing them tomorrow they've already made their uh, sort of one out the blue signing in with Haji the junior um, but uh, I think um, that that's a very interesting signing C- certainly is I mean uh, as you say completely out of left field uh, but um, you know a South American player we haven't had too many of them in the past and uh, an exciting prospect for the future yeah absolutely it's going to be very interesting to see uh, to see how he fits into a team which uh, you know we, we don't have an awful lot of experience in in you know in terms of you know where he's come from as well but uh, he's an international as well he's got caps too so. yeah he's also played in Norway so the yeah. climate here shouldn't be yeah. too much of a <laughs> be, be like surprise <laughs> indeed <laughs> All right then, so it is Red Friday and uh, Dave McDermott, Andrew Shiny and myself in the studio. And Andrew, it's uh, it's been a tough start to 2020, there's no two ways about it. Some sections of the support aren't happy with the way the team have been performing. What do you make of Tony Doherty's comments this week? I'm not surprised by the comments uh, because he is a very loyal lieutenant to Derek McInnes. Uh, he's a very passionate guy, Tony. Uh, very much uh, part of the, the all-for-one all in it together uh, ethos that there is at Pataudry as we heard after the game on, on Sunday from Andrew Considine you know the players the, the staff the fans everybody's disappointed at the way that the football has gone since the turn of the year but you know it, it's it's one of those things and you know football's not an easy ride um, you have to put up with the gut-wrenching disappointments to really uh, appreciate the highs that you get in football and unfortunately, at the moment, we're in a little bit of a rut. But I don't think it'll take too much to get us out of that rut. Last Sunday, it wasn't a great spectacle. But you got the impression that we're only that final touch away from clicking into gear. And 
yes, tomorrow uh, at Ibrox is probably one of the, the few places that you want to be going to when you're looking for that final mm-hmm. piece of the jigsaw to slot into place. But what a great place it would be if that were to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's the start of a big week in terms of fixtures. I mean, three games, two at home, but of course, starting tomorrow at Ibrox, Davin. It's one of those where a result tomorrow and suddenly everything feels a little better. Yep, um, and uh, although our last visit to Ibrox was not one that we want to remember at all, um, there was, as Tony said in his press conference, there was reasons we had a very, with no midfielders, uh, they were no. all injured. Um, Weren't very many defenders either, because no, if you remember, Andy, Considine Andy pulled out, pulled out the, the day, day of the game, game. Yep. Scott McKenna was, was injured, uh, we had a, a lack of experience uh, throughout the squad, as was shown by our bench that day, um, so it, it's a little bit different, and as you were saying Dave, you know, we've got to do better than we did last time. Absolutely, and uh, you know, Tony's come out and uh, backed the manager. The players, the manager, really deserves a performance to to back him from the players tomorrow. And uh, you know, fingers crossed, we get that. On the flip side, bit of pressure on Rangers at the moment. They've they've dropped points in terms of the race with Celtic at the top of the league. Uh, they have brought in a couple of players, but obviously Jermaine Defoe being injured as well as a blow. Um, but it is it, it, there's a lot of pressure on Rangers from their fans to perform tomorrow as well. Absolutely. Um, they know that there's no wiggle room whatsoever at the top of the table now, having lost to Hearts last week. And it was the nature of the defeat that will have been more worrying than anything else for Stephen Gerrard. I think he said that he had eight passengers. He didn't recognise his team for the first time in 100 games. Uh, they haven't been performing and firing in all cylinders um, since the turn of the year. And as you rightly say, you know, Defoe being out, Ryan Jack being out, Tavernier mm. being out, these are three pivotal players for, for Rangers. Problem, because particularly Tavernier and Jack. Absolutely. I mean, uh, yes, you can say Morelos, uh, he'll, he'll fit into to the Defoe footstep, uh, footprint, no problem at all. But look at his disciplinary record against Aberdeen. It's appalling. Um, now, whether it's, you know, Scott McKenna, uh, whether it's red shirts, I don't know what it is that triggers off the red mist uh, in Morelos, but um, he's going to have to watch himself tomorrow that uh, he behaves first and foremost and concentrates on his football rather than the other things round about it. If indeed he's there, of course, because the window still has a few hours to go. Um, but uh, aye, there's, there's definitely pressure on Rangers, which gives Aberdeen a glimmer of hope that they've got to grab with both hands. Yeah, uh, the thing is, of course, Dave, is how Derek McKenna sets up tomorrow because it is a different type of challenge when you're playing one of the, the two old firms. Yeah, well, not teams. the possession that that we enjoyed uh, last Sunday against St Mirren and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to set up to probably hit them on the, on the counter. Um, Sam Cosgrove, I think by Sam's own admission, he's not hit the heights since the since the winter break. So uh, hopefully, Sam, you know, any chances we do get, that's what we've not been doing. We've not been taking chances. So fingers crossed that, that Sam uh, does manage to come up trumps because he's, he, it's not just the smaller teams he's scoring against, he's scored against Celtic. So let's hope he can uh, add Rangers to that mix tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, looking just slightly further ahead, obviously with Wednesday's game in mind too, because although that won't be on the team's mind at this very moment, you know we'll be back in a week's time when that'll have happened. So just looking forward to that, Andrew. It's another game where um, it almost feels like the pressure's more on the Dons at home against St. Johnson than it is away at Ibrox. Yes, it is, um, because uh, there'll only be 600-odd Aberdeen fans down at Ibrox tomorrow to <laughs> cheer or jeer, as the case may be. Um, 
at home you're expected to put on a performance yeah. and we have struggled against St Johnston uh, when St Johnston weren't going well they're going a little bit better now that might actually work in Aberdeen's favour because St Johnston might fancy their chances of coming up here and taking us on rather than sitting back mm-hmm. and, and just holding on for a nothing each um, although both games have finished 1-1 um, so it, it's a big game without any question as you say it's it's a massive week for the club because with the Scottish Cup tie a week on Saturday um, that can make or break your season virtually yeah and, and I, I guess this is the difficulty right now from you know the, the fans point of view obviously we know there are sections of the fans Dave that, that are unhappy right now but from a club point of view it's very hard to know because at this point compared to in a week's time it'll have a very different complexion on where we're at yeah I mean get a result against Rangers and uh, you know all is forgiven in, <laughs> in certain areas um, of the fans but the, there is there is work to do f- from the, the club uh, as Andrew said it's a huge week we need to get through to the quarterfinals of the cup and uh, uh, two good performances against Rangers tomorrow and then St Johnson on Wednesday night um, that would and I watched St Johnson against Celtic in midweek and they just certainly just walked through in that first half. They, they looked like rabbits in the headlights. So it was eerily reminiscent of when they came up to Petordi. It was that good a performance from Celtic because yeah. um, you know they, they just got the job done in the forty-five minutes and yeah. were able to freewheel through to victory. Yeah, and of course a player that St Johnson won't have will be Matty Kennedy, who would have been a very important player for them to have come Wednesday night. Yeah, uh, I was impressed with his debut at St Mirren. He's bright, he's quick, um, he needed the game. There's no question at all about that. Is the that. kind of player that tomorrow might be the way to sort of unlock Rangers? Possibly, yeah. Um, although he'll probably have to do a fair bit of defensive duties, yeah. but he, he looks the, the type of player that will do that job. Um, I, I think that added bit of pace up top uh, could cause Rangers one or two problems because their their centre-backs aren't the fastest uh, and the full-backs like to get themselves forward as much as possible so there will be space in behind. Yeah. Uh, right then, on the way on Red Friday, we'll be hearing we'll be hearing from goalkeeper Joe Lewis uh, ahead of tomorrow's big game at Ibrox. This is Red Friday on North Sound One. North Sound One, Red Friday with Red Wing. When safety is critical, they've got your PPE covered. It's time to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. North Sound 1, Red Friday. This is North Sound 1's Red Friday. Aberdeen play Rangers at Ibrox tomorrow after a slow start to the year. And goalkeeper Joe Lewis is aware of the pressure on the team and the criticism from some fans. But he says the important thing is to get results. It's never quite as bad as, 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 what, as what people say. And, and when you're doing well and people can get carried away the other way as well. When you're doing well, it's never quite, quite as... Uh, it's good, but yeah, we've got a we've got a great week. Three big games for us coming up, where um, uh, we need to make make sure we put in some good performances and, and get the results. North Zone One Red Friday. Yeah, I'm joined in the studio by Dave McDermott and Andrew Shiny. And uh, first of all, Andrew, just looking again ahead uh, to tomorrow's game, Joe Lewis, he might have one of his busier afternoons potentially. I think he will do. Uh, he's had a couple of quiet games in terms of you know the number of shots being aimed at him in the last two games. Although he, he did concede, obviously that single goal against Motherwell. Uh, but yeah, you would anticipate him being busier. Uh, 
Although, as we've mentioned earlier, you know, the, the lack of Defoe uh, and potentially Morelos having other things in his mind um, might just make it not quite the one-way traffic that we had to endure last time we were at Ibrox. Uh, I think it'll be quite a tight game mm. and uh, it'll be a bit of a war of attrition, but it, it's always good to have a calming influence like Joe Lewis at the back. Um, very solid goalkeeper. Um quite the opposite of his opposite number up the other end who's you know not as calm not quite as calm no Uh, yeah I I guess with the Ibrox crowd as well and the pressure on Rangers at the moment in that uh, top of the table race I guess getting them frustrated is part of the the the, the, the sort of way that the Dons need to go tomorrow yeah if we can keep it at nil-nil for as long as possible you know the natives will become restless. We've experienced that before. You know, the, <laughs> certainly. Cup replay last season when we scored, oh. and Niall scored early on, and you, they were already set to oh, lynch their team. With absolutely that. for about fifty-five minutes, and then Conor McLennan made it two 0 all went home. Yep, <laughs> and then it was the quietest we've ever yes. been at Ibrox. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, we'll be sort of. Uh, Waiting to see how they do react if Aberdeen, of course, can uh, keep it tight in that first half and maybe grab a goal too. One to watch, Andrew. Who, from a Don's perspective, are you looking to make the difference tomorrow? I think Scott McKenna could have a pivotal role in the game. As I say, he's likely to be directly opposed by um, Morelos. Unlucky not to score last week as well. A good hit. uh, Yeah, um, a decent effort that was just deflected over the bar. And Scott, of course, scorer of Aberdeen's last league goal down at Ibrox, which was a winner back in uh, November 2017. So he's got good and bad memories of of Ibrox, although he didn't play in that 5-0 game that um, we've been trying to forget um, uh, but Scott's got a big role to play uh, I don't think he's been at his best uh, since the turn of the year but he was certainly better against St Mirren Yeah, Dave? Uh, big Sam uh, we're not going to get that many chances so it's important when, when they do come along that we take full advantage and uh, who better to do that than uh, our 21 goal top scorer Yeah, it would be great for him to, to sort of move on with 2020 as well uh, Right, it's time for the predictor then let's have a look at uh, first of all the table because last week we had a fantastic week Mike, from my point of view Andrew uh, this week not so much uh, not so much I'm afraid uh, you scored two points to move on to 83 um, Dave you scored one you're on 91 you're still in the lead just uh, just because I scored five I'm on 90 Alan Davidson got one he's on 87 Red Army got four 69 and Dave Galloway oh, sorry Red Army have got 73 okay. and Dave Galloway got two for 71 so yeah. uh, we're looking for an improvement this week. Well, representing the Red Army this week is former Don Stuart Duff. And let's start with this weekend's game, looking at uh, Hibs St Mirren, Andrew. Very tight. I mean, St Mirren really well organised. Um, Hibs, uh, I think, will be too strong for them, but I think it will be a tight one. 1-0. One Dave? 2-1, Hibs. I've gone 3-0 for the home side. Hibs 2, St Mirren 0. Next up, Kilmarnock against Ross County. It's been a weird season for, for, Kilmar- for Kilmarnock, Dave. Yeah, and uh, they haven't won in uh, the last seven league games. Uh, the only sort of hope has been their, their cup display against Queen's Park. So it's with a bit of trepidation that I've gone for a 1-0 Kilmarnock victory. All right, OK. Andrew? And because they're not scoring goals, I'm equally um, f- fearful going 1-1. Well, I'm going 2-2 based on the fact that uh, I'm not sure defences will be on top tomorrow, but we'll see. Kilmarnock won. Ross County won. Next up, Livingston at home to Motherwell. Tough game for Livingston, uh, Andrew. Tough game for Motherwell as yeah, well because yeah. uh, Livingston are going really well and I think home advantage might just shade it for them. Mm-hmm. I'm going 2-1. 
I've gone share of the spoils, which would be the best result from an Aberdeen perspective. 1-1. Yeah. One, one. Uh, I think Motherwell will win this one. I think they're going to win 3-1. Livingston 0, Motherwell 1. Uh, the other game that doesn't involve the Dons tomorrow, St Johnston, they're at home to Hearts, Dave. Uh, yeah, again, I've gone for a share of the spoils. Dreadful as St Johnston were in the first half against Celtic. They did uh, improve after the break, although the game was over by then. So I'm going to go 1-1, one, one, which would uh, Hearts revival stuttering a wee bit yeah Andrew well I think the Hearts revival could continue and they'll make it three wins in a row with a 2-1 victory I tend to agree with you Andrew I've gone 3-1 to the visitors in that one St Johnston 1 Hearts 1 now the big one is Rangers Aberdeen at Ibrox Andrew how's this going to go well I've said that um, you know I think it's going to be really tight and Scott McKenna to be a star Joe Lewis to be a star (laughs) 0-0 1-1 I've gone 1-1 one, one. Aberdeen 2 Rangers 2 Goals Oh there. my goodness From, uh, from Stuart Duff uh, Next up Hamilton Celtic That's the game on Sunday Anything other than a Celtic win Dave? No 3-0 Celtic 3-0 uh, Celtic for me as well I've gone 3-0 Celtic Hamilton 0 Celtic 3 Well that'll no, be a 1-1 one, no, one draw No chance of it being 3-0 Yeah I mean Just briefly on that On the way that Both Celtic and Rangers Have started this year I mean look at it Celtic I mean, They sort of slowly Got into 2020 But it feels like They're getting into Their stride again now I think they are um, You saw that in the first half Against St Johnston This change of formation Where they play Two up top Seems to be working for them uh, Ryan Christie uh, Not back in the side yet Um Odson Edwards, a class act, there's no getting away from it. And Griffiths will always score goals for you. So uh, I, I can just see it being a long afternoon for Hamilton. But I think you're right. They've they've got gradually into their stride much better than Rangers have. Yeah. And because Rangers lost that game, they're, they've got all the pressure on them. Yeah, and that's, again, you know, Dave, look at it at tomorrow. That's the difference between playing Rangers and Celtic at this point. I mean, looking back a month ago in December, you might not you might not have been able to split which one you would rather play against. But at the moment, certainly, I think Rangers is the better option. Yeah, um, you know, Rangers, as we've covered, the injury issues that they've got to key players um, Celtic did look as though they were back to their best in that first half against St Johnson and uh, yep uh, we face them of course in a couple of weeks time which is brilliant yeah <laughs> uh, League One let's uh, let's look at League One Peterhead they're away to Montrose Andrew they are fifth against eighth Montrose on 32 points they're one point off the playoff places they're just behind East Fife in the table Peterhead uh, they're on 25 points but they're six clear of the relegation playoffs mm. Um it's been a real stuttering season, this one, for uh, Peter Head. No real consistency. But, uh, you know, Montrose, it'll be a good game of football, I think, because Montrose plays some, some decent stuff. Uh, there, there'll be goals in it, and I think it might be a, a high-scoring draw. OK. Dave? Yeah, I think uh, Jim McAnally would be quite happy to come up the road from uh, Montrose with a point. At least it's not too far a road to travel for them as well. Uh, League Two, Dave, uh, Cove Rangers, they're away to Albion Rovers. Yeah, and um, Cove, imperious at home, uh, on the road, they've had a couple of dodgy results, but not too much, and uh, they'll certainly be going down to Albion Rovers uh, looking to come away f- and I would expect them to come back from Coatbridge with three points. Yeah, Andrew? Yeah, um, the sides drew 3-3 earlier on. That's been Cove's only draw in the league this season. Uh, they're, you know, they're 
five points clear of Edinburgh City at the top. They're 32 points clear of Albion Rovers in the table. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mitch Meganson, Player of the Month, Paul Hartley, Manager of the Month, everything looking rosy for Cove. And I can only see there being one winner in that game. You feel like Albion Rovers are going to have to score an awful lot if they're going to beat Cove because I, I Cove think score so. goals. They do. Uh, I think they've got 57 goals this season, only behind Celtic in the SPFL goal-scoring charts. Uh, and that talks volumes for them. And... Having signed Rory McAllister, that goal tally is certainly not going to diminish. Uh, but it will be a, a tough game. Uh, it's never easy going to Clifton Hill. It's it's a strange stadium, um, but I think Cove will be too strong and will just keep their noses in front comfortably at the top end of the table. How's it looking in terms of Highland League action at the weekend, Andrew? Well, we've got one game tonight. Clark entertain Forest Mechanics uh, at say uh, the. Highland Rugby Club ground kick off 7.45pm uh, tomorrow the big game undoubtedly is first v second Brewer Rangers against Inverurie Locos but uh, Brewer are 8 points clear and having played a game fewer than Locos so they've got a good advantage at the top but if Fraserburgh can win their games in hand they're likely to be the, the closest challengers they're away to Huntley so I'd anticipate the Black and Whites coming away from that game with 3 points Junior football well, Banks City are racing towards retaining their uh, mcbookie.com Super League title so I'm going to focus on the games involving the bottom two mod two points adrift at the bottom there on the road at Bankers St Terran never an easy place to go and Ellen United just above them they're also away at New Advocates Park where they take on East End yeah, uh, lots of games, lots of action. Football is definitely very much back for 2020 as we head into February. We will be back in a week's time. Uh, tomorrow, it's the big one for the Dons at Ibrox, the start of three games in a row. Of course, the midweek game and then the Scottish Cup the following week. Uh, it's uh, Rangers Aberdeen tomorrow, three, click, three o'clock kickoff. We will see you next week. North Sound 1, Red Friday. With Red Wing, when safety is critical, they've got your PPE covered.